Yeah, I wish I'd have had, I think when I went and met with the therapist, we started the same day that I went. So I do wish that I'd have had a little bit more of a breadth of communication with them. Yeah. So I'd have probably had, just so that there was a better, so that we're like, okay, these are five points that we wanna try and attack, you know, or, or, or meander around or things, you know? Yeah. Um, because sometimes I felt like, not that I was wasting my time, but that I was wasting the experience. And I may not have been, it could just be me being judgmental, but because um, I think it was helpful, but there were times where I felt like like I was just kind of swimming through some of the same waters without really knowing what we were looking for or trying to do. That That's sort of the... Um, but that may be okay. Maybe that's just what you do sometimes with it. Well, it, it, and, and that's why, you know, this is an on, ongoing um, evolution and care because... Ketamine-assisted psychotherapy really hasn't existed very long because you're right. People were like, okay, what are we doing with it? And then as we started to, you know, explore what we could do with it, we realized that, hey, we can do a lot more than we thought. When did it start? Ketamine-assisted psychotherapy? Yeah, or even just ketamine-assisted. Like, when did ketamine start? I mean, everybody always calls it a horse trank all the time, you know? Well, ketamine was originally, I think it was invented in, what, the 50s or 60s? And it is. It's an anesthesia medicine. So horse tranquilizer anesthesia. It's it is an it's a dissociative anesthetic by definition. Okay. Okay. So you use it to put help put people to sleep for operations or procedures. And is it found in nature or no? It's not. No. It's made. Um, no. Not that we know of. It could be out there. Do you think it could be or no? Probably not. Um, but yeah, there there are other things that are sort of like mm, synthesizing sixty two by professor. It was tested on animals, which provided promising results. It was used for testing on human prisoners in 64. There you go. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Proved to act faster and reduce toxic behavior, which made it the preferable anesthetic choice over PCP. Damn. It's interesting. It's amazing how many drugs used to be just available. Like, I remember I was, working on, um, I was working in Mississippi on a farm for a while, and the man said that they used to buy ecstasy at the bar. They had it like in a jar on the bar and you could go buy it. You could buy a tab of ecstasy like before it was, I guess, illegalized, you know? Well, like there was a brief time where it was a legal drug you could buy. They, you know, prior to like, I think it was 1970, the LSD and all that psychedelic research was was actually going really strong. And what happened was, I think the government finally said enough because it started to begin, it was recreating too much. That was when you had sort of like the hippies and LSD and all that stuff. And oh yeah, and so when they shut it down, they 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 shut down all the research too. So it clobbered the the ability to investigate all these kind of interesting substances for real clinical aid, you know, use. Roll the ball forward, you know, 20, 30 years, and now now you actually have like. Um, the government is is um, very interested in in some of these therapies, and and the real reason is the state of veteran health. Um, you know, there you have so many veterans that are struggling. Yeah, and you know they have these these organizations that are trying to reach out to veterans, but the suicide rate among veterans is is just really horrible. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I I saw. A st- uh, a metric a while ago it was like more combat veterans uh from afghanistan have killed themselves than have died in uh the line of fire wow so so you think about the they're that distressed